Hi, and welcome to the very first episode of General Admission. I'm Rachel. And I am Erin with Sick Voice. <laughs> and we are broadcasting from my parents' dining room table. And it is 1217 on January 1st, 2016. Um, so basically what we want to do in this podcast is just talk about everything that we love about country music, country concerts, because basically, for the last two years, that's what we've done. Country culture. Yes. Because it is its own culture. It is. So, um, if you like us, then tweet us or follow us on Facebook, and we'll give you all the information. I mean, we, we realize we're kind of lame. Yep. <clears throat> so, we own that. <laughs> so, if you feel the same way, <laughs> let us know. Let us or know. just be nice. Or don't be nice. Or that. We can handle it. Okay. So... First topic is our current obsessions. We decided that, you know, every episode, we don't know how often we're doing this. Um, to be honest, we're a little lazy. Very lazy. <laughs> we're thinking maybe bi-weekly. Or monthly. Or monthly, we'll see. But we're going to give you our current obsessions each time. Go ahead. Because they do seem to change. So my current obsession, I mean, maybe we should lead in with first that uh, if you know us, either individually or together, you probably know... That there's a lot of Luke Bryan in our life. Uh-huh. A lot. So mine is going to be related to, I was told I'm not allowed to say that he is my obsession because he would always be my current obsession. So my current obsession is his hair. <laughs> Can we? I mean, and I know I'm not alone in this because I see it on social oh, media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the, the fade, he is rocking. It's pretty hot. The gray coming in, also hot. Definitely. And that kind of leads me to, an, a, you know, a sidebar yes. on hair in country music. <laughs> For the men. <laughs> For the men. Clarify. The older they get, the hotter they get. They're all starting to get a little gray once they're in the 40s, right? Right. Don't dye it. I agree. I agree. That's it. That's my current obsession. Keep that salt and pepper. Keep the salt and pepper. Uh, my current obsession is the new Kit Moore album. How new Wild ones. Now? Okay, it's, it's not really that new. It came out in August. But I have to admit that I slept on it a little bit. So it's only been in my rotation for like the last month or so. But it's still in heavy rotation. And I blast it constantly. But that's okay because we all know what that's like. You find right. the album belatedly. Right, right. It happens. So I admit it. But whatever. It's good. It is. And yeah. the other... Thing that we decided that we need to talk about is let's just address that even though Luke Bryan's new album Kill the mm. Lights has been out since August. August it's it still floors me every single time that I listen to the whole album just how good it is it is I mean and it's not like we're telling you anything you don't know if you listen to it and well hopefully right I mean I don't know you probably should just go away and not listen to this if right. you're going to disagree on that. Because um. <laughs> I feel like from start to finish, it's probably the most solid album that he's had yeah. since the start of his career. I would agree. I think every single one has potential to do well if it were to be released as a single. Yes, we did have that discussion recently about the fact that like at least... 80% of those songs yeah. would do well as single. Although I think we all know that at this point he could release, you know, recitate the, of the, of the side <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah. He could release the Sims version 
of Country Girl, Shake It For Me, a.k.a. Crumply Gurn, mm-hmm. it would still go number one. It sure would. So. Because yeah. I hear something like Just Over or Way, Way Back, and I think, holy shit, this is a really good song. And it's not that I'm surprised that he can put something like that out, but I'm just constantly impressed by the fact that he can continue to produce solid records, solid tracks. So, kudos to you. though, how many times, I mean, I guess there has to be an artist that has enough albums out over a certain amount of time to compare, but to see someone um, whose voice progresses so much from album to album, like a lot of times you don't, you know, I'm going to touch on Carrie Underwood in a moment, but (laughs) (laughs) we'll get to that. Yeah, because I have something to say about her, but... Um, you know, you look at her first album, which mm-hmm. I, you know, I had that album. I thought it was a good album. I liked her when she won, right after she won American Idol. And I listened to the new album and I don't really think her voice has changed mm-hmm. much. Like she's pretty one note on that. Like to sort of see vocal growth. Right. Like that in an artist also, which I don't think he gets enough kudos for. Absolutely not. Because we all know people seem to think that uh, you can't actually sing. Right. And that's just a crime. And, and a crock. A crime and a crock. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now that we've ranted on that momentarily, does that take us to... That takes other? us to more rants. Um, in a section we like to call shit we're over. Uh, so I'll go first. And what I have been over is this coupling between Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. <sighs> go. I Tell it. I just, Read them to Phil. Go. <laughs> I just don't care. And they're a weird-looking couple. I'm not even going to apologize for that. Uh, I mean, that is odd couple. It really is. I don't get it. I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, sometimes the odd couples work, but... I don't get it. I mean, and really, is she really not a rebound? She absolutely is. is. He is also a rebound for her. Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot about that. Because. Because no one cares about <laughs> What's his face? Gavin Gavin Rossdale. Cheated yeah. on her with a nanny. So, I guess if that happens, Blake Sheldon probably <laughs> is a good choice or someone like him. Someone who looks like he <laughs> smells like five-day-old cigarettes and Axe body spray. So, I, I'm done seeing pictures of them. Where he is wearing a head to toe camo or whatever, and she is wearing desperately a, trying to wear camo, but also like remain in her Harajuku lovers era. <laughs> and I just want them to stop, or at least just keep it, keep it undercover. Because how much did we really see of Blake's personal life? I mean, save for like when he and Miranda would like show up at a red carpet together. Right, you didn't. But here's the thing. They were under the radar as far as their... Here's the thing. They weren't really under the radar because there were a lot of rumors that they were going to get divorced. And every single time that there was a rumor that they were going to get divorced or somebody was pregnant, it would be Blake who pops up on Twitter to refute all the rumors. So maybe had he just shut his mouth, this maybe... maybe Well, they they had been part of the rumor mill almost since, like, the time they got married. But as far as, like... Their personal life. Um, I mean, you didn't see like a bunch of paparazzi pictures of them. Like no one no. cared. No, but I, I also think that. But suddenly now you see Blake 
you know, kissing Gwen Stefani on the head, and it's like this, you know, it's weird and not attractive. And it gets, and really re- you know, it. every cover of every magazine in a ten, you know, as far as the eye can see. So, right. And Keep talking. I'm getting oh, more water because sick voice. Also, I really think that it's true what they say that insecurities are loud. And so every time he pops up on social media to, you know, respond to the haters or whatever you want to call them. And you didn't see me put air quotes around haters, but I just did because it's stupid. And every time he pops up to do that, it just proves to me that he's not that confident. He's not that guy. He's not really that guy. It's definitely a front. It is. Absolutely. That is all... A defense mechanism. Definitely. The humor is a defense mechanism. Right. And it's annoying. And I just think he's probably a jerk in real life. <laughs> All right. Which, I know he's friends with Luke, but guess what other jerk he's friends with? Yeah. And, oh. One by the name of Jason Aldean. Okay. But well, that's a whole different yeah. episode. Cat's out of the bag on that one. <clears throat> that well, that's, yeah. I, I'm, I think You're, I've ranted enough. You good on that one? Yep. <laughs> so I said I'd come back to Carrie Underwood. And while I was hesitant to call this shit that I'm over... Because I don't dislike her, and I don't want to give that impression, because I think I said a while ago that she can sing her face off, and she can, but what's the, like, long-lasting obsession, like, with her being the queen, yeah. the queen of country music, right. everything, Carrie can do no wrong. I mean, she's beautiful. Right. I'll give her that. She's got some rockin' legs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the country music equivalent of... The Beyonce obsession? Yes, and I never understood that either. So maybe I just, I don't know. Like, because there are a lot better voices in pop music than, than Beyonce. Beyonce. And there, I'm sorry, there are better voices in country mm-hmm. than Carrie. I'm saying it. Yeah. She's got pipes, but I also think she's, like I said, kind of one note. Like mm-hmm. occasionally she'll come with, you know, a song that's right. really good where I'm, you know, I get my jam on. Yeah. But... In general, I wouldn't sit and listen to any of her albums in heavy rotation. And I think there are a lot more women in country music who are coming up and probably don't get the recognition that they deserve because they're overshadowed by her, which kudos to her for her career and what she's done. But I also think that some of those up-and-comers are a lot more diverse. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so that's, you know, nothing against... Mrs. Fisher, <laughs> Carrie Fisher, <laughs> just, which just makes me think of Star Wars now. Okay. You know, but it's, you know, just take it down a notch on the yeah. Carrie. I mean, I guess if you really love her that much, that is your prerogative, yes. but I just kind of get tired of seeing Slay yeah. on every picture. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, you know, that's not... it. I'm good. I feel okay. good. All right. So we'll get into what I like to call, what I have on our, I did an outline, because I feel like that's important. See, we're, I mean, in case you have not noticed, new new to this, Yeah, we do talk a lot. We do. Mostly, um, mostly in the car on the way to and from concerts. Which just makes this all the more apropos. Right. And in fact, we came up with this idea on the way to see Brett Eldridge and uh, Thomas Rhett. When was that last? Oh, earlier this month. Yeah. No, yeah. it was last month, Fair actually. Fact. It was oh, last, oh, it's last. January. Yeah. I'm going to be writing 2015 for the next six months. Exactly. Yeah. So we just, you know, we, again, talk a lot. Yeah. We have a lot of things to say. So if you listen, cool. 
If you don't, whatever. We're, We're used anyway. to that. <laughs> We're do it anyway. So earlier in 2015, we got the chance to go to Luke Bryan's Crash My Playa uh, at, at Riviera Maya, Mexico. And it was awesome. Poor life choice. <laughs> yes, because it's, well, awesome, super expensive. A little something about us. Um, Rachel is at least gainfully employed. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's a little bit of a tightwad. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, um, well. Not a tightwad. Not a tightwad. And not really gainfully employed. <laughs> Basically poor with poor um, spending impulses. Yes. And a tendency to enable. Yes. So that happened. <laughs> we joked about going. See, this is what happened. The news came out, and I think I was at work, and I got a text from Aaron, like, you know, a lot I of- know exactly what I said. I said, my eyes are the size of saucers, and I sent her the infographic. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I there was a lot that. of, like, haha, we should go. Well, what, two weeks later, we had put the deposit in. I mean, we did it the day it went on sale. So. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, because I remember the text. I mean, it was, like, two weeks later, but- yeah, I yeah, I was the one. I think I was. In fact, I was in I was in Philly seeing Brett Eldridge at the Philadelphia Zoo. <laughs> so yeah, so was, Rachel had to um you know put the deposit take in. one for the team, and I know it was she had a Jesse Spano moment. <laughs> I did, I did. I mean that's a lot of money to drop. Anyway, and now this year, of course, they've made it a lot more convenient with the monthly payments, whereas it right. was well, it was like seven months. As opposed to like three, three months, <laughs> three or four. So we did that, and I had to get a passport because up until that point, I never traveled out of the country. So you can tell how exciting my life really is. Um, so I had to get a passport. Uh, we spent a lot of money on plane tickets. We came from two different. I was places. just getting ready to say that. I came Such from was Pittsburgh. our life. She came from Dallas, Dallas, which is around DC. Um, and getting there, we had a lot of trouble finding each other. Well, you know, those international calling plans. Yeah. Um, do your research. Oh, God. That, yeah, that's <laughs> something to talk about in our little helpful hints section. Yes. Um, so we're breaking this down into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Of Crash My Playa. Of Crash My Playa. We figured that since it is coming up again OPS yes we are going again Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) which this was supposed to be a one-time thing once Um, in a lifetime now it's twice in a lifetime (laughs) maybe thrice in a lifetime you never know we'll see but I don't know (laughs) (laughs) you see you see so let's just start we don't really need to go in order but the first thing that comes to mind was the first night that we were there so keep in mind that we had been traveling basically all day I think I finished packing. No wait, 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 what do you? No wait, wait, what do you? Getting smart, adding the additional day. That's a. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll touch on that, but you know that wasn't an option through the package mm-hmm. this past January. So we showed up on Friday, the first day yes. of the concerts, and I think I went to bed at one o'clock that morning, and then got up at about three. So yeah, that's, same here. Yep. So to drive. Right. Two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a flight from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia, from Philadelphia to Cancun. <laughs> At least my flight was direct. Yeah. So that aside, we had been traveling all day, 
It takes like an hour to get from the airport in Cancun to the resort. I got there before her. And basically you start drinking from the time you get on the bus. Oh yeah, there's beers in the shuttle. That takes you yeah, that takes you to the resort. So we had already been drinking. It was already what, two o'clock by the time we got Early settled. afternoon. Yeah. And then you have to like go wait in line for a long time. Now that night did we not get in line quite as early? I don't remember. But, it was still early. But anyway, the point is is that the first day you're there, you're super tired. You've been drinking basically all day. And then you're expected to go just have a fun freaking time seeing Cole Swindell, which is awesome. And he does put on a really, really good show. This is nothing about Cole. No. It's just the fact that you're t- so tired by like <laughs> 9 o'clock that to really, it's hard. The only thing you can do is keep drinking because yeah. if you don't, you're going to have a miserable time. You're going to crash. Yep. And you're probably going to hate every single person who's standing around you because I know that I did. Oh, we both did. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it, it would have really been any better had I not been drinking or I had like, you know, eight hours of sleep under my belt because those people were just awful. But you're going to find those at every show. And if you go to, I was going to say, if you go to a lot of concerts, you know. Right. There is always at least that one person or that group of people. Yes. And that group of people around us that night were particularly bad. I got burned with a cigarette, yes. so that was cool. And I don't really enjoy getting grinded on by strangers, um, so that was annoying. And they had their beach bags with them they, at their feet. They did. They like, did. They don't regulate what you can take into these shows, like at a regular venue, as far as like a bag, you know, they're not mm-hmm. going to go through your giant ass beach bag and right. say, no, you can't take this. All they cared about was, you know, no professional cameras, no GoPros, no okay. selfie sticks. Selfie sticks. But all those things came into play like the second or third night because I had figured it out that people but were taking But the point is people are in. hauling these bags in. It's Don't dumb. be that person. It's dumb. We're tripping on them. You know, they're taking up room. Right. It's all general admission. We need to be able to stand. Exactly. Which brings us to another point. These shows are all general admission, obviously. It's literally on the beach, which is amazing. Um, But it does require some preparation. (laughs) So if you want to be anywhere near the stage, probably, number one, don't go on the excursions. Yeah, you know, it's really tempting because you see what's available, and you're, especially if you've never been to Mexico before, which right. we, we hadn't. Right. You see all these excursions, and you think, oh, this would be cool. Let's go to the outdoor, or the, uh, what's it called? The, the I don't remember. Whatever. It's called like Zelha, Zelha or something. Yeah. I don't know. Let's I go to the Spanish. aquarium, or let's go zip lining, and that's all fine and dandy. But when you take into consideration what time these excursions are, what time you leave what time your shuttle picks you up to bring you back to the resort. You're going to be getting back at five, four or five o'clock if yep. you're lucky. Yep. And which is fine with how they planned it because, you know, the shows don't start till nine, nine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in planning this, I'm sure CID thought, well, they get back in plenty of time. And maybe for the person who doesn't care about being up front. But we care. But we care a lot. Yes. So um, maybe maybe don't go on the excursion or, you know, maybe pick a day. 
Yeah. If there's one show that you're not but as I mean, now I don't know how you do that. Yeah. Because if you're paying all that money, you're going to want to go to every. That was our show. whole, you know, if you're paying, are you really going to do excursions in Mexico? Or right. are you going for these concerts? Right. You're paying the money. Exactly. To see the concerts. Exactly. That's what you're paying for. You can go back to Mexico and right. go ziplining. <laughs> right. And it'll be a lot cheaper at that point. Um, but while you're waiting, um, a couple of things are going to happen. Uh, there's going to be waiters with trays of alcohol, which is awesome. It's a good concept, but it'll come to bite you in the ass later. And there is absolutely no warning as to when they let you in. So it's a lot of, we didn't realize it. The first night was a learning experience. And then the following nights, waiting in line was just stressful. Even, not necessarily the waiting in line part, it was actually not bad because... You know, um, I don't think we ever got in line more than two to three hours ahead of time, which is reasonable. And, you know, I know plenty of you probably go get in line for a concert at 10 a.m., which we don't do. We are anti- We're anti that. Anti 15 hours before the concert because it's pointless. That's stupid. Um, (laughs) That's just my take on that. We'll rant on that many times. Um, And... And then when they do let you in, like I said, there is no warning. They just kind of give you a high sign and let you go. Um, I mean, and there are queues. So you're looking at multiple lines of people, not unlike other venues. Right. Um, But if you're up front, you know, the front of a queue, you think, okay, I have a good shot to get in there. And you don't. You don't. You don't. No. Um, (laughs) Because it is a stampede. I'm not kidding you. People will trample you. They will tackle you they will trip you and you will get clotheslined by a security guard because that's what happened to me and that was not cool but I kept running also you should probably consider your footwear oh we've had Um, many a debate about this we've I mean we've had embarrassingly in-depth conversations about this and I don't even really want to go into it because they were so pointless and embarrassing basically I ended up going barefoot all four nights which I think was the right decision because running barefoot in the sand is a heck of a lot easier than running in shoes that make your feet heavier. You're sinking. There's sand getting in them. Or flip-flops. You're tripping. You don't no. want to do that. If you're going to take flip-flops, hold them. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I had sandals that, like, had a strap around my ankle, so they at least stayed on my foot, which was helpful. But but let me tell you, your feet are going to hurt so well, bad no matter what. I'm, well, I mean, your whole body is going to hurt by the last day. <laughs> But your feet especially, so be prepared to walk like an old man. I mean, if you've ever done two concerts in a row or even three concerts in a row, and you probably have some concept of, especially with general admission, you know, um, you probably have some concept of how exhausting that is, just the the standing and the waiting right. and how hard it is. But somehow being in the sand, it, it takes a different toll on your body. I think it's just, it's very, it shifts and it you sink. Yeah. I and mean, we don't need to get into the whole like science no, behind but it. It's painful. Yeah, just yeah, it's painful. My feet weren't right for like a week. No. I mean, I, I, in general, I wasn't right for like a week after that. But walking around, I felt like the bones were coming through the soles of my feet. Yeah, it was rough. So you know what? Take some ibuprofen. Also, what you should take <laughs> with you is a sandwich um, from the buffet. From the buffet. Because they'll have, like, breads and cheese and meat and whatever. And you can just wrap it up in a napkin and take it with you. Because 
Trust me, the food that they serve there, while it's not terrible, it's suspect because I bit into a hamburger and it tasted like a hot dog. And that's just not something that you expect to happen when you bite into a hamburger. (laughs) And when you're finally down on your spot, you don't want to have to leave it because people are jerks and they'll take your spot or they won't let you back in or whatever. I mean, they get pretty... And again, if you've done general admission shows, you've probably had some experience with that. Right. But so, but stop. My point is, <laughs> is that you need to take something to eat before you go into the show. Because if you get around jerky people who aren't going to let you leave and come back to go get a snack, then you're going to be hungry. Unless, this is a bonus, unless you happen to be stationed at the barricade right. near a really, no, near a really helpful security guard who you can pay to go get. I don't know if that's legal. No, we're not saying it's legal. Or I think it's called bribery. But but we it works. we may have seen a few Mexican security guards accept <laughs> American currency to go get some food snacks. Food. Yeah, like powdered donuts. <laughs> um Pork burgers, I guess. <laughs> the know? jury is out on that. I, I'm still confused. Mystery meat. Yes. But if you're really hungry and you've been drinking, you don't really care. Powdered donuts go really well with tequila. Yeah. Who oh. knew? Oh, the other thing. Um, tequila. <laughs> oh, tequila. What What do we say about tequila? Um, the best and the worst. It really is. Alcohol that you can drink at a concert? Yes. Um and I don't know what kind of tequila they were serving there. It was not Patron. No. Um, it was <laughs> probably a step above lighter fluid, but they did give you a couple limes. Sometimes. So that was fine. Um, but I think the magic formula was two shots, and we were pretty much good to go. Two shots of tequila, like, right before whoever the main act yeah. was. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, right before. And I think that night we figured it out as Florida Georgia Line, so... And those were absurdly large shots. These yeah. aren't shot glass size no. shots. This is like... They come in, you know, party cup sizes. <laughs> so... Two of those. And the reason that the shots are really important is obviously more alcohol, less volume. Right. You do not want to fill your bladder. The beer will be going around, and believe me, I'm a beer drinker. I like the beer, but... You drink four or five cups of beer. You got to go. What are you going to do? Are you going to mix, you know, miss Luke Bryan? Luke Bryan to no. go pee? No. No. And the other thing about that is the porta potties there. And I'm sure that nobody expected anyone to get, or not even get in depth, but just make comments about the uh, restroom availability. But have you ever been in a carpeted porta potty? Yeah, it's super weird. And there's no light. And it's like a tiny village of porta potties. And I believe that there was like direction signs as to where to go once you entered the maze of porta potties. I don't know. It was a really weird setup. Um, Take a friend, maybe. Yeah. And the other thing about being barefoot is that when you go into the porta potty, you will be barefoot. And I don't but think. But the carpeted porta potty makes it a little less offensive. I don't know about that. I think so. Okay. Well, I mean, anyway. maybe not less sanitary. I mean, it's, but. Anyway, um, so. But before we go yes. go over um, and move away from the libations. Yes. Another good tip, which could probably go under, you know, our, our helpful hints, is um, 
even if you're really going to go with the two tequila shot formula, which I really do think is perfect. Maybe if you're a larger person or a man, you might want more than one tequila. Right. But anyway, right. again, if you're against the barricade, there's a nice little oh, ledge yes. Yes. that runs along the barricade and on the other side of it. Probably not meant for food, but it became a bar. Yes. And I'm telling you, drinks lined up on this little ledge. It was awesome. Just keep taking the drinks. The waiters will come to you in the crowd. Even if you don't need a drink now, take the drink. Put it on the ledge. You'll be sharing with your friends. Your friends will be sharing with you. You'll always have booze available. Yep. Yep. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, the other thing, since this podcast is called General Admission, um, that brings me to a point that will probably be reiterated many times. Um... Well, general admission shows are a beautiful thing. They're also incredibly frustrating. And stressful. And stressful because when you take the time to go to a show early, stand in line for however many hours, and you get a great spot at the front, you deserve that spot. So, I mean, is anyone going to argue with that? I hope not because you're wrong. Um, And then when you need to go to the restroom, which is a basic human right, I would think, to be able to void whenever you need to. Um, If you didn't take the two shots of tequila. Right. So when you get dirty looks or you're barred from moving about the area or getting back to, I don't know, the friend that you left behind to go to the bathroom. Sometimes an entire group of friends. Yeah. Like, that's just not cool. And I will say that most nights, the people that we were around were great. See, after the first night. After the first night. Because we moved to the other side of the stage. We we were convinced that there was only one good side to the stage. And that was pretty much true. But the further you got from the barricades, I think the more angry the people became. And I don't understand. Like, you could have come earlier. Nobody but stopped you. why are you, you. so angry? I don't you, know. You know, there's free alcohol and yeah. food everywhere. Yeah. Don't, don't. There's a concert. You're on the beach. Why right. are you so angry? Right. Like, don't give us dirty looks. Be. Be happy. Be happy. Yeah, you're on the beach. What are you there for? You're seeing Luke Bryan in Mexico, like, or Florida Georgia Did line. you pay probably upwards of two grand to be pissed and sour? Apparently, because there were a lot of people who were pissed and sour every single night. I mean, I could go blue in the face. It's probably another one of those things that will come up. It will. It will, because... Someday we're going to tell you all about Luke Bryan and Camden, New Jersey. I think that might be an episode all its own. Oh, it it is. A lot happened that night, but that's just... We'll get to that later, in a couple weeks, a couple months, whatever. Um... So, in general, about the resort, it was beautiful. Um, the rooms were well-appointed, I Well-maintained. Yes, everything was clean. The people were nice. But, and I'm trying to figure out a way to say this that's culturally sensitive. Um, I don't think that they really know what <laughs> what Americans are into because we went to one of their clubs <laughs> And I'm expecting, you know, top 40, obviously, with whatever crappy dance beat behind it. Um, but it was the year 2015, early 2015, we went and uh, 
They felt like it. 2005. It sure did because it was DMX several times. Um, the Wobble, which I'm always for the Wobble. But, always for the Wobble. But more like at weddings and stuff, not really at the club. Um, Beyonce. Beyonce, but not like new Beyonce. Oh, no. It was like single ladies Beyonce, which was on the album before self-titled. So they're at least five, six years behind the eight ball on that. And, uh, and like the quesadillas. Okay. I, I realized that the Mexican food we eat in America is not real Mexican food. It is food. bastardized. We get that. You know, Mexican um, yeah. But a quesadilla does not does not mean you know ham and cheese. Ham and cheese. <laughs> it, it was weird. Um, the pizza was off, and the taquitos were. We already weird. talked about the pork burger. So. The pork. I'll never ever be over the pork and, burger. And why? Okay, again, even though we did discover that powdered donuts and tequila go really well together, why powdered donuts? Why powdered donuts at a concert on the beach? <sighs> Who chose? There were also tater tots. Were there? Yeah, there were tater tots, powdered donuts, ham quesadillas. Ham who quesadillas. who has ever heard of a ham and cheese quesadilla? Uh, it's weird. That's all. That's really all I have to say about that. It's weird. Now, if you stick to the food in the buffet, you're good. You're pretty good. They had some really great tropical fruit. Yes. Um, the most amazing sorbets and, and sherbet. Oh my yep. god. Yep. I walked away pretty much from every meal there with styrofoam cups. Full of <laughs> sorbet. Yep. The passion fruit and papaya and guava sorbet. Oh, and coconut. I, I I can't talk about it. Yeah. She's still not over it. Um, Like, if you ask me the best part about the trip, it's like Luke, and then like a step down is the sorbet. So. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so, do you have any other... Helpful hints, helpful tints, helpful tints. Are we are we doing our helpful hints right now, or is this just about the resort? Um. Well, go ahead. What other helpful tips would you like to give to the people? Um. I don't know. We. I'm trying to read your chicken scratch. Uh, she could read it before. <laughs> I know, but not in a pinch. Keep talking. I. <laughs> oh, see, we have a whole list of tips. Oh, okay. They're beautiful. See. Okay. Right there. Well, you already got one. Make a sandwich, or just. In general, smuggle Zayn, goods. Do not be too tempted. Oh, that's that's a tip right there. While you can pass your time waiting in line um, by drinking, because you can go to the bathroom then. Right. It's actually very conveniently located. There's yes. a bathroom right there. Um, you are going to want to have some food in your stomach, and they're not passing around sandwiches in no. addition to the booze. Which they should. So you want to be eating. Pack that sandwich. Pack some. I don't care what you pack. Find a way to do it. Pack it. Keep it in your mini fridge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bring it with you. Yeah. Um, but on that same note, because we did talk about the harrowing experience that is the sand sprint. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if we've talked about that in depth enough because there's not there aren't enough words. And you know, we don't even really need to talk about it in depth. Just know that it's hard on the body. It is because it's long. It is. I mean, it's not like, you know, you've talked about peop- your pit run before. Like, I've been in line, I'm going to run to the pit, and then no. No, this is different. Your feet are sinking. You're running People for your life. <laughs> it yeah. is like the running of the bulls. Yeah, it's actually pretty terrifying and stressful. And if you're short and you have short legs, and you've it's, got tall people running you down, I mean... It's just hard. It is. 
And um, so that's one bringing me to one of my tips with you will see the waiters and the wait staff lining up mm-hmm. on either side of the entrance moments before, well, probably minutes before. Yeah. They let you in without, you know, forewarning. And they're going to be there with trays full of booze. Ignore it. Ignore it. Yep. Do not take it. Just don't. Just run. Run. Yeah. Don't, don't. Also, when they tell you don't run. You're going to run. You're going to run. Right. So just. Just don't be a jerk while you're running. Don't push people. Don't trip people. Just make your line. Go where you're going. And leave everybody else alone. But just don't think that that booze is going to be the only booze. It's not. It's going to be your downfall. Because by the time you grab that beer and make it to your spot. Some poor waiter has already tried to swim his way through a crowd of drunk Americans with a tray of tequila trying to pass it out. So you'll get your booze. Oh, the other thing. Those cups on those trays. Um, If you think it's water, it's probably not. Because they don't care about hydration. No, they don't. They just want you to get further dehydrated. Um, so it's probably vodka or it's tequila. Or you might be lucky and have Sprite mixed with, <laughs> with vodka. <laughs> but let me tell you, if you want a drink that's not alcoholic, you are going to have to brave the sea yep. of people and, and go get it yourself. Yes. Yes. So just forewarning. Yes. Because you will be thirsty. Oh, you will. You will. In more ways than one. Yes. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, But aside from the shows, some other things to keep in mind. Um, I would stay at the pool that has the bar. And don't attempt to go to the pool where the the kitty toys are. It's tempting. As an adult, don't pretend it doesn't cross your mind. Right. And us being only, you know... Five foot to five foot two inches. We look like kids, um, but we're not because we're pushing 30. Um, and we tried, and we were very swiftly kicked off. There weren't even any kids there in weren't. the pool. We weren't, like, harming anybody or ruining anybody's fun. We were just trying to have some fun. On Got it. the boot. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Um, also, stay at the host resort. That's a big one. Yeah. That, that's a red star tip. Yeah. Um, because while I'm sure the hard rock or that Maya Koba experience or whatever. Which, that one's not even all inclusive, so why would you do that to yourself? Um, and the other one, Dreams to Loom or whatever. That was, that was this year. I don't actually know all the resorts for the coming year. So we're just staying at the Barcelo because that's the cheapest and it's the host resort. So that just makes the most sense. Um, so while it's cool to stay at those other ones, you have to take a shuttle to the host resort, take a shuttle back. Um, so that adds that's, on time. And that's also going to make it hard for you to get there early if you are one of those early line-up wait to get to the front yeah, kind it's of not, people. It's not going to happen. No, because those shuttles only run a certain when amount they of want time. To run. Yep. And some, some of them, it takes like an hour yeah. between resorts. Yeah. And do you really want to sit on a shuttle for an hour after a show when you can stagger back to your room? And honestly, that was probably one of the most fun parts of it. <laughs> Which brings us to drink the booze. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if you're not really a drinker or you're not of age. You're of age there. If, yeah. If you're, I mean. Just drink it. If you're over 18. You can drink it. You can drink it. And it's free. Well, it's not really free, but you've paid for it. I mean, we say this so, as people who don't really, really drink? drink that much. Yeah. 
But we have been known to, you know, enjoy some beverages in concert environments, not to the extreme where, you know, you can't function and everyone around you hates you. We're not condoning that. No. Because those are the people that we're complaining about. Um, but, again, you paid for that booze. So just drink it. That's, that's probably, that's, like, a couple hundred bucks out of what you paid for. Yeah, that's the tip. Drink the booze. Um, what else? What else would you like to discuss? I don't know. I mean, um, I think we've talked about a lot of the bad and a lot of the ugly. Ugly. The good. Well, obviously we've the touched shows. We've a lot of that. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't think I was disappointed with a single performance. Uh, we were lucky enough to see Chris Stapleton, who totally blew up this year. Um, and I think it's funny that everybody's finally realizing that what, was the runner up for Shit We're yeah, Over. Yes. And in a different way, because not, I dig him, but we're not over Chris. No. We're, we're like on board with him. Um, but we knew he was great basically last year, at the beginning of last year. Um, and he's just now getting a lot of attention. Um, and a credit to Luke Bryan because he has all along said that he's one of the best singers in country music, and that's true. Um, so we got to see him. And because he was sort of an odd choice for that lineup, I think that's a testimony to, to also Luke helping expose him right. as an actual singer because we know we've been in, he's been in the industry for a while. Right. But. So, um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't disappointed with a single show. That was our first time seeing Florida Georgia Line. Yep. Live. Yes. And which they're awesome. I mean, any chance you have to go see them, do it. I mean, take or leave them as people. Right. Um, even if you're not a huge fan of their music, like, you're going to enjoy yourself because it's definitely one of the most high energy, most fun shows I have ever had the pleasure of seeing. So we're kind of bummed they're not going to be back. Yeah. They fit that environment really well. Oh, absolutely. However, the new lineup. Yes. So who do we have? We have Luke Bryan, Dirk Bentley. Uh, Which, okay. We, yeah, we called, we called that. We're not saying we made it happen, but we made it happen. We called it. Yeah. We we, Um, we put that into the universe a long time ago. We did. Uh, We also have Brett Eldridge. Which, yes. Which you will learn that next to Luke is probably... He's my, he's my main man. Yeah. I mean. She was struggling at that show that we went to in a good way. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Um, so I can continue this lineup. Uh, we have Sam Hunt, who is also near and dear to my heart. Uh, before you guys had to buy the mixtape, my dear friend here <laughs> ripped all the songs off of YouTube for me last year. Probably so. like, was it even before that? Yeah, yeah, it might have been before that. I mean, it was a long so, time ago. So. so, yeah, I've been on that Sam Hunt thing for a lot longer than and I have. And I am not on the Sam Hunt no. thing. However, he can also sing his face off. Yes, I he give can. him credit as an artist. I'm hoping that with a few shots of tequila, She'll be fine. I'll be having fun. But, she you know. She will be fine. Um, we also have old Chris Stapleton again. Oh, yeah. Dustin Lynch. Dustin Lynch, who's a cutie patootie. Yes, we got a selfie with him at the uh, Virginia show. Oh, Jiffy Lube, yes, in mm-hmm. randomly. Yeah, he was just kind of standing in the, the concession area, which is weird, but cool. Um, Cole? Of course. Yeah, Cole will be there. 
we missing anyone? I think the only one that we're really still confused about is Craig Campbell. Oh, yes. The late addition to the lineup is Craig Campbell. Um, Does, can anyone explain that? Why? I don't really have anything to say about that. Uh, we were really, really, <laughs> really pulling for Chase Rice. Which uh, I have been on that wagon yeah. for a long time. Um, but that didn't happen, and we're really upset about it because um, obviously Chase has a huge man crush. On Luke. Luke. Um, So somebody just dropped the ball on that. I mean, and of course there's Dirks and Chase. So it really just seemed like... It was a no-brainer. I don't know who was responsible for that. Who Um, dropped the ball there. But but I have not forgiven you. In general, though, whoever you are, you know, lineup is looking good. It is. And it was great last year. Or, well, this year. I mean, oh, God, what year is it? 2016. (laughs) Last year. See, I finally can say last year because I have spent the last year... Talking about Crash My Playa and saying last year, even though it was not. But it's, we're officially an hour and two minutes into 2016. So you can say last year and you won't. You won't. But yeah, so the good, the concerts. Um, and the, the while they were still very professional concerts, you know, you, it, we weren't really sure. You know, going into it, spending as much money as you right. do. You just don't know what the whole setup's going to be like. And we kind of debated about that. Like, is it going to be like when you go see someone at a fair? <laughs> <laughs> Which we've done. Yeah, and that's not bad either. No, no. but it's not necessarily quite as polished or well lit right. or whatever. I mean, it is really like going and seeing, you oh, know, yeah. like Luke's production yeah, at any other venue. It's exactly the same setup, production value, sound. I mean, I don't know anything about this stuff, but. Yeah, we, I mean, we're just Sound trying to figure out garage band. Yeah. One, we'll eventually, like, get real equipment, but not now. Um, but the shows are a lot more laid back. They were definitely drinking. And potentially Drunk. smoking. Oh, <laughs> if your name is Brian Kelly. Yeah, you were, yeah. Um, but, so we got a lot of songs that we wouldn't normally hear on a regular set list. Ali got, she got me, she get me high. She get me high, which we, weirdly, people around us, like, Didn't did not know it. Know it. Like, no. What do you, yeah. I mean, we're talking front row barricade at, a, you flew to Mexico to see Luke Bryan and you don't know that song? Yeah. Shame on you. Um, we got Beer in the Headlights. And with, I think Cole. with Cole. Who wrote the song. Um, and bonus, we got This Is How We Roll with Luke and Florida Georgia Line, which was just fun. Cool to see live. Um, acoustic we rode in trucks. Right. We got drink a beer with Chris Stapleton and Luke. Yeah, I mean, where else are you going to get that? So, I mean, while we, you know, the first night, because we had been to, obviously, other shows of Luke's, you know, prior from That's My Kind of Night tour, um, and we were kind of wondering if it was going to be, like, that set list, or if he was just kind of do more like a spring break thing and just play whatever came to mind, and it was Pretty much yep. the first night, like that exact set list from the tour. Right. And so then the debate was, well, his second night, what's it going to be? <laughs> and it ended up being pretty much like he re-sang all of the the singles, which we did not mind. No. But then there was some throw and other stuff in there. So it's cool. It is. You're still getting all of your hits um, times two. <laughs> <laughs> But you don't know what you're going to get. No. What you probably will get is every artist on the lineup singing Friends in Low Places, <laughs> Strawberry Wine. Yeah. Um, and if 
because, you know, there's kind of like a little bit of country music songwriting incest, <laughs> like, there's no other, you know, there's uh, no other way to weird. put it. Uh-huh. I mean, did we not hear um, the same songs by multiple artists because, like, one wrote it right. and one performed Cause it? Because I think Cole did Beer in the Headlights. And he did Roller Coaster. He did. And then, you know, of course, you hear Both them those. Yeah. again. There was a lot of that going on. But it was fine. Between Cole and Luke and FGL. So, but it was good. Yeah. It's all good. There's nothing we can say bad about the uh, performances themselves. No, not at all. So you are getting your money's worth. Yes. Um, it's a lot of money. <laughs> Reiterate. Don't, don't get us wrong. Uh, it's not just something that you like, okay, well, I guess I'll go. Well, maybe you do. You yeah, Right. But you shouldn't. Just Unless be, you have a lot of money. Be smart about that. In which case. Yeah. Um, but... Oh, a bonus. Luke's favorite red Under Armour underwear is always kind of poking out. So, I mean, it, it's out a lot fun. in general, but that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. He was also drunk. <laughs> I mean, I'm still not totally sure if I was drunk or he was drunk or everybody, everybody was drunk. Was drunk. Everybody Actually, was drunk. That's, that's the answer to the question. Yes. Which um, it goes back to drink the booze. Right. Um, so, so there was a lot of like drunken Luke rambling. Yeah. Which is entertaining. Yeah. And maybe you don't get as much of that during a regular show on a tour because they've got a show to move along, you know? But here, I mean, he just talked about whatever. He went on this whole tirade about um, those giant rat things that they have in Mexico. Uh, I think in, like, the south, the southern states of the (laughs) United States, they're called nutria. Um, Is that really what it's called? Yes. Okay. Well, um, he thinks it's called a Neutrogena, yeah. but... But I think they're a slightly different animal in Mexico, and he was just confused. Um, but he really did go on, like, a two-minute rant. And I feel like one night, a show was, like, upwards of two hours long. Yeah. Yeah, so, you're, yeah, it's... But again, you're going to be exhausted. Yes. Uh, and then you just do it over the next day, um, and the final day. Uh, <laughs> so, a note on that. Um, maybe don't drink a lot of tequila on your last night and then have like a 5 a.m. flight to leave because um, you will be in pain. Um, you'll be in some amount of gastrointestinal distress, um, which I, I was. I will freely admit that. We are trying to help you. <laughs> um, um, but also, January is a time for unpredictable weather. Um, and so last year there was a snowstorm that happened, I think a day before we left. So my flight got canceled. Her flight Um, home got canceled. Yes. In fact, there was a good portion of one of our days there where you were just calling and... And getting nowhere, but I was trying. Um, so to make a long story short, I, I did get home the same day that I was supposed to, but I ended up in a Mexican taxi cab with two strangers don't do that. Um, it costs $90 for one thing. Um, and I was in a little, I don't even know what it was, like a Geo. <laughs> they don't even make those cars anymore. Um, but I think that's what it was. And there was no and, gas. In there, it. there was no gas in it. So we had to stop for gas. Which have you ever stopped for gas in a taxi? No. Um, every time she braked, she had to put the emergency brake on, which is. <laughs> It's just dangerous, I think. Um, and she was actually going upwards of 
85 to 90 miles an hour the entire time. Um, so that was just terrifying. Try try to avoid. And she was alone again. Strangers. I actually got on the shuttle. Yeah. Um, So, which I basically dozed on the shuttle the whole way back to Cancun, which is about an hour, um, and narrowly avoided puking. And then as soon as I got to the airport, I did go puke in the mm -hmm. airport bathroom, and then I bought some Tums. Yep. Um, (laughs) That's what happens when you drink a lot the (laughs) night before. You sleep for roughly... Two hours? Two hours. You can wake up still drunk, not hungover. Yeah, just still drunk. Still drunk. Yep. Don't do it. Don't do it. Does that cover it? I mean, as far as that goes. Okay. I mean, are we ready for our game? I think so. So, uh, we enjoy this game because it passes the time. Did this originate? Philly, last year. Um, outside of Lincoln Financial Field when we saw Luke in Philadelphia. Yep. Stadium traffic. And we got gypped out of Dirk Bentley. Uh, um, we are still bitter. You will to. learn that we really are not fans of Brantley Gilbert. Yes. So the fact that that was the one show. Yeah. Um, so while we were waiting to get out of the parking lot, I think you had the episode of... Uh, episode. <laughs> issue. <laughs> issue of People Country with Luke on the cover. It was like one of those like hottest... Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So we just played a game of... Well, technically, it was F, F, Mary Kill, um, <laughs> in case there are any kids listening, but probably not. Um, so this is... If there's anybody listening yeah, at this point. Probably not either. Um, so this is, um, would you rather? Yes, would you rather? So what we like to do is three pairings. Yes. Um, we usually do <laughs> sort of a mediocre <laughs> pairing, uh... Wouldn't actually touch it with a 10-foot pole pairing, and I could Sophie's never decide. Choice. Yes. Well, I mean, the real Sophie's Choice. I don't think we'll ever, ever, ever actually feature that because it's too hard to make a decision. Um, so the first one, it would be Hunter Hayes or Scotty McCreary. <laughs> I mean, Hunter, Hunter's, like, chiclet teeth still really get me. <laughs> and he's really short, but I'm short, so I guess that's not the worst thing. Um I guess I would go with Hunter Hayes. I would probably go with Hunter, too, because I can't take a guy seriously who's, like, a grown man and still goes by Scotty. Um, <laughs> That's valid. Also, he, like, I know I look young, um, but I, I don't believe that he's actually older than eight. So, um, <laughs> All right, so I guess, like, Hunter Hayes is the unanimous um, <laughs> winner. He's the one. Um, so this is our one actually t- touch with a 10-foot pole comparison. Um, but we have Brantley Gilbert or Shay from Dan and Shay. We think it's Shay. I'm not sure. He's the one with the brown hair. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I, I'm, uh, yeah, that guy. I guess. Is it Mooney? Is it Shay? Sure. Mooney? I swear that's his name. Sure. Okay. Here's my thing. <laughs> Brantley is like. He's got I, a, an all right body. Yeah, but. And his face wouldn't be so bad if I just didn't want to punch him. Do you know right. what I mean? Right. Because. And that's just not worth it. So just go with Shay. I think I'd go with Shay. Okay. All right. That was easy. Um, so this last one. I'm already struggling. I've been struggling the whole time. Um, Kanan Smith or Kit Moore? It's Kanan for me. I, I mean. Yeah. 
Kip has a banging body. He does. And the voice. The voice is like, his voice trumps Kanan's. Yes. I'm a fan of Kanan, but it's, yeah. you know, he's like, you can listen to him. He's good. But that rap. Nothing stellar. Kip's got a pretty yeah. amazing voice. Yeah. So, I mean, but I'm not talking about voices here. No. And I, I think where I struggle is that we, we got to see all in one show, Kanan Smith, Kit Moore, and Dirk Bentley. That's, which is amazing, but really unfair. Um, so I think seeing Kip live really amped up the attraction level. I'm still and, upset about the fact that he played at the Majestic last year. Okay, all right. That doesn't, it's neither here nor there. I know. I'm just, um, but, but I mean, Kanan Smith is. I mean, he's beautiful. I mean, he's. Uh, yeah. All right. And he's got a beautiful brother. Yeah, he's got a couple. Two brother, couple two. beautiful brothers. So, so I mean, it's just really in the genes, and I guess that was not nearly as difficult as I thought it was going to be. But Kip, I mean, yeah. got love for you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think that wraps up everything that we uh, could think to say. I mean, we could probably think to say more, but, but we won't. We won't. I mean, we can always touch on stuff. You know, yeah. I'm sure we will. Okay. Um. All right. Well, uh, happy New Year, everybody. Um, and I know that at the beginning I said that we'd have like a Twitter account and a Facebook account, but we don't yet. Um, so ignore <laughs> it's, that. It's incoming. Yes. Eventually. Um, but yeah. Is there anything else? Um, I don't know. I, I think, uh, bear with us. Uh, like I already said, we're all, we're, we're new. We're new with this. Um, we literally were sitting here jotting down an outline. <laughs> so like we're back in high school. Yep. High school was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Okay. We'll get better. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Maybe not. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>